You're listening to the Better Than Fiction Bible Podcast. I'm Gandalf. I'm Matt. And I'm Nathan Van Horn. The Bible is the most read book ever, but for many, it is merely fiction. Join our conversation as we connect the dots to reveal that the story of the Bible is not only true, it's better than fiction. To learn more about the show and to contact us directly, visit our website at betterthanfictionbiblepodcast.com. And listener, we welcome you to episode 129, and this is the fourth episode of the face-to-face uh, podcast. I don't know what we'll call it, the face-to-face arc, the roundtable arc. We're sitting at a roundtable right. right now. You can't see it. But uh, we're currently at uh, First Baptist Tupelo in the youth building, <laughs> sitting in a, in a, at a roundtable. And um, I think next time I'll choose a better venue for recording. We've been watching as people have walked in, realized we were recording, and then very quietly tried to go about their business. It's not bad. We haven't gotten to some of the recreational features of the room yet, um, but we had the option technically to play ping pong between episodes. And <laughs> uh, there's a foosball and table over there. There's yeah, pool we've table. We've abstained. They unplugged the piano because they knew I was coming, but the drum set's still up there. But I, <laughs> I can barely play in four four times. So, uh, but uh, this was kind of a necessity. Like we're. We serve in churches, and the summer is upon us, and things are going to go from busy but structured to busy and unstructured for the summer. <laughs> that's called that's, chaos. Yeah, so it'll, yeah, that's it. Um, but the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the waters. Um, um, but anyway, um, but so it's, it's tougher to find times to nail down and record, and so here we are on a long Tuesday, but we're knocking them down. Yeah. This is unprecedented. We're kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit, but it it is extremely unusual for us to record this many episodes in a row. In fact, it has never been done before. This is unprecedented. We've done year. two in a day. Yeah, we we've we've tried for four in a day, but we've never done more than two. Uh, so it's because at least one of the three of us has ADHD. There was that one time that we recorded three, and the third one was so bad that we that we redid it. it. That's yeah, right. We were like, that's just horrible. That's right. I remember. That. Yeah. I tried to forget that. Listen, as the east uh, is from the west. <laughs> so ever, far as he removed. Ever, uh, if you're ever frustrated with us and our like our slow pace through the Bible, which I don't think so, we get great feedback about our slow pace. But if you're ever tempted to be frustrated, just remember that there's a handful of episodes that were so bad, so slow that we that, threw them that away. That we threw them away. Mm. <laughs> Along with the first 12 drafts of the first episode. Oh <laughs> That's man. Right. I still have those. Oh mercy! I remember listening to the back uh, to the to the initial takes, and uh, it was just it's humbling. It's very humbling. It's always good to good to know where you've come from. It's an indication of where you're going. It's hey, also oh. the reason we're here. Is a huge thank you to all of you all. You listen, yeah. so we kept doing it. There's no doubt in my mind that we would have not been able, as much as we love the Bible, to in, endure doing this through all these uh, now scores of episodes. If it were not true that you all are a part of this podcast, so well, and Matt, you so you were the again not to be the token pessimist, but you were the optimist about this project when you first launched it. Again, I said, Matt, it sounds like we're talking about doing a show on all the stuffs I edit out of my sermons. <laughs> uh, but here we are. Yeah, so I saw it as a niche. It's just we are we're way beyond niche now. I mean, we're getting close to 150,000 subscribers or not subscribers, uh, list, individual uh, listeners, individual listeners. And it's also one of those things, though, that I because, man, there are so many great Bible podcasts out there. Oh, my goodness. I listened to, to several. Uh, but one of the things that I've noted is that I haven't found one that goes this slow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I haven't found one that goes in chronological order as well. Yeah. Or, or at least the uh, revealed order of scripture. So I think that's our niche, and, which is this is this is less a Bible podcast, and it's almost like a Harry Potter book club. Like we're go, <laughs> we're going passage by passage in order. Well, to to stick with the brand today, we're not going to progress any further than we already have. We're just going to camp out on the two verses, focusing especially on the one verse that we haven't really talked about of the passage that we've read for the last three weeks, but. Genesis 25. Again. I do love that a few episodes ago I taunted my brother that we were not going to slow down, <laughs> and and here we are. Right? And yeah, he, he is a prophet. Uh, somebody told me this week, he was just like, man, all this talk about it. Man, do you think he's a prophet? He's like, man, <laughs> if you want to be a prophet, all you have to be is a good historian mm. to know the future. <laughs> and I was like, Santayana. Hey. That is, uh, yeah, Greg was, Warnock told me that of no. Brickhaven, Mississippi. But um, anyway, we um, are back in Genesis 25 again, back in Genesis 25, verse 27. I'll read this week because it's been a little while. Um, Listener, do you hear hear how he gave himself two verses? Two verses. Did y'all catch that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I got it. Actually, I think it's been a long time since Nathan read. Why don't you read, Nathan? Well, before I do, let me make sure I'm reading in the ESV. Yeah, that's right. Because as always in the ESV, unless it's Nathan. That's right. Um, so we are doing Genesis 25 verses, would you say 27 and 28? Yep. Um, all right. Genesis 25 verses 27 and 28. And as always, or with me as usual, uh, from the ESV. When the boys grew up, Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, while Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in tents. Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Mm. Okay, Cove. You, you know what this makes me think of? This makes me think of politics. Oh, good. It, it, this makes me think of politics, especially the 2020 election. Great. My, yeah, my, my finger not? is going over to the mute button. No, no, no. I was, like, well, I was like, well, depending on what our demographic samples are like among our listenership, at half Half of our listeners might like this. <laughs> That's right. No, this, is not, this is not picking sides. This okay. is an observation. Is that it's interesting that we, you know, at least in the democratic republic that we live in, we're allowed to vote, have the privilege to vote. And we have to make decisions about people that we know very we don't know them. little about. In fact, when I was thinking about like Esau. And, we convince ourselves. We yeah. Know. But, like, for instance, uh, like, the way that, like, uh, President Donald Trump was portrayed and, at the time, uh, Vice President uh, Biden, eventually President Biden, was portrayed during the 2020 election, was you have this one boisterous, loud, like, shoot-from-the-hip force of nature being President Trump. And then you had this domesticated, quiet, civilized man that was going to, you know— um, bring the country a step back towards you know a more civilized behavior and so like that that was the messaging is is that not well, a, it depends so, on what so, ad so it depends a, on what ad you were watching right it's true but that that was people were trying to capture that and here's the thing which which brings us back to my tongue in cheek point that is absolutely not serious we're reading about this because Moses the second son is writing that's right <laughs> it, it, it's it's true though but so here's the thing depending on who was reading it it could be for or against the person. Yeah, because some people want 
the loud, in-your-face, brash. Some people want, no, well, that's, uh, I want yeah, something that, a little again, more civilized. This is, this is not taking a stance, but I recently heard, listened to a political commentator on the right, and he was putting Trump up against DeSantis. Mm. And he, he was surprised. I mean, he was talking in a little panel discussion. He was surprised that DeSantis was not polling stronger. Granted, right. he hasn't announced a candidacy yet, uh, or at least at the time of this podcast being recorded. Right. Um, um, but uh, he, he said, I'm surprised because he's such a calmer guy than Trump that he doesn't have uh, higher polling numbers. And one of the other panelists said, well, that's because he's coming off as the Diet Coke version. Of, mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's a lesser version of the thing that supporters are going to. Right. Not everybody's looking for the same thing. Right. Ideological disposition or otherwise. But what I'm getting at, moving away from politics and then back to Genesis, is that... Thank goodness. Yeah. Like <laughs> politics, though, where you assume, hey, I know everything about that man. I know everything about that woman. Which you really don't. You only know kind of their their MO. Like, it's you don't really get a whole lot. Like, people with just this much information, if I told you, hey, there are two men. One, a skillful hunter, man of the field. And the other, a quiet man. He lives in tents. Immediately, depending on how you're so inclined, you're like, man, I already like this guy, Jacob. Or I already <laughs> like this guy, Esau. Well, at least... It's making me is, think, I want to watch an Avengers movie. <laughs> right, right. But, I want all the superpowers represented. But we're, we're drawing because we're drawing on not who they are, but what they are, yeah. what they do. Which is interesting. That's kind of what verse twenty does. Yeah, <laughs> it's strange. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the y y listener, you did catch that. Like yeah. Isaac loved Esau. This is not Isaac loved Esau because Esau was his favorite. This is not Jacob loving Joseph more than his brothers because it came from the more favorite wife. This. This is, the text says, Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, which what it really means is Isaac loved his game, and Esau was the source of his game. How do I prefer my love? Medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, what is, but then look, and it says, but, and of course... The mother always being the unqualified. more perfect parent. Yeah, unqualified. And at least that's true in the Powell household. Andrew is such a better parent. But Rebecca loved. I always remind, whenever I have a human moment as a father, I remind my children that male hyenas eat their babies. <laughs> I, I'm not the worst. <laughs> that's I right. love our kids just not as much as their mother does. But, Gandalf, do you catch that? Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. Don't report me. Yeah. There is no qualifier. No, there's a very, very specific reason Isaac loves Esau. Rebecca loves Jacob, just straight up. It just yeah. Says. So now, what is interesting? We're talking Chekhov's gun, mm -hmm. all right? We at least did a few episodes ago. This is the gun hanging above the fireplace that is going to go off by the third act. What? Because there is going to be a game-eating story involving Isaac and Esau and Jacob. Before this story is done. When there's a meal in the Bible, always be paying attention. That's right. That's it. This is not Esau was hungry, but Esau longed for. Like, that is there 
for a reason. So it is already, there's something about Esau here. There's something about Isaac here, but more so than that. Well, it's even interesting in the, in the, you know, in the next story, the birthright mm-hmm. story, we always, we miss part of the point, I think. Um, we, we say Esau was out in the field. He got so hungry. And I, I very often, and this is the angle I'll take. Yet he was a skillful hunter. Not that yeah, day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not, not that day. Um, no one bats a thousand. Um, Babe Ruth had three strikeouts for every home run, but they don't call him the strikeout king. Um, but it's, 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 there's interesting wordplay. It's not just, to your point, mm-hmm. it's not just that Esau comes in and says, I want some stew. What's he say? It's right there in the ESV. I want some red stew. Red stew. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting an Esau meal from Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is interesting. This will play out in the uh, Jacob going to Isaac, right? Right. Um, anyway. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't know. These are all here for a reason. And I, Nathan, you pointed out in a previous episode, we just don't get a lot of talk about Isaac. Like, first of all, compared to the other patriarchs, he was boring. He only had one wife. But um, that's right. No concubines, one wife. How did this guy get in there? It's the Mr. Rogers of Genesis 12 through 15. Right. But apparently he was really into meat. I get that. Like, uh, well, I, I don't know if it was the pandemic, but around age 35, I was like, I should start smoking meat. And like, I just went, I went, I took a deep dive on like, you know, I, I get, I resonate with Isaac. I have one wife, two yeah. sons. I get right. it. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, 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 zero concubines. Right. Zero I have one wife, two sons. In fact, it was, so I have six children, one of which passed away, my oldest son, uh, when he was three and a half years old. But uh, I, I was getting my hair cut a little while back and uh, uh, the the stylist who was uh, um, cutting my hair was an immigrant from an Asian country. And anyway, she she was asking me about my family. We were talking and I said, well, I have six children. And she said, oh, how many wives? And I said, I said, only one. She's oh, good for you. Good for you. And it's like it's six children, same woman. But um, but anyway, and looking looking at Isaac here, but it's it's interesting that one little qualifier is going to come up in in the birthright story and the yeah. blessing story because Rebecca it just gives the unqualified. Rebecca loves Jacob, mm-hmm. and so when Rebecca we talk about Isaac stealing the blessing, he ain't operating alone. Rebecca's helping him. And what does she do? When Esau goes out into the field, she says to her son Jacob, this is 27, 6, I heard your father speak to your brother Esau. Bring me game. But can we back? Yeah, can we prepare for for just a second? Because I think, and we'll we'll go go back to that in a second. Verse 23 of this chapter, when the children were struggling, yeah, 25, when the children are struggling in her womb, she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, two peoples from within you shall be divided. One shall be stronger than the other. The older shall serve the younger. Like we see, it's often portrayed, for instance, uh, like when I, I remember one of the sermons that I remember from my pastor, Adrian Rogers, when I was a child, was on this story about the dysfunctional family. And, uh, of course, he used heavy alliteration on everything. So there was the sensual father, 
the one who was just concerned about his meals, the scheming mother, um, the sorry brother, and the uh, oh, I can't remember the, the what Jacob was. Essentially, the stew maker. Yeah, it might as well be. I can't remember exactly what it is. Sorry, Doctor Rogers. It's been you know I can look it up years. in a sermon library. Um, but what we see here though is. Rebecca's often portrayed as the schemer here. Could this just be Rebecca has remembered what God has told her and she is not going to allow the the sensual focus or excess of her husband on Esau's wild game to undo what God has promised her? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there's something there. Yeah. I mean, what if Rebecca had not done this? You know? Um, so anyway, uh, no, but it, but the, I, I do love that. Uh, and yes to that, like, uh, the Chekhov's gun, but working both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't, we can't know, we the don't way. know, but, but it is, it, it is interesting. Uh, you know, we've talked about the deceit on the dad's side of the family tree, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Abraham and Abimelech and in Genesis 26, between the birthright story and the blessing story, Isaac and Abimelech. That's right. But at one at some point, Jacob, the birthright and blessing stealer, is going to go hang out with Uncle Laban for a while. Oh yeah, and there's deception on Mom's side of the family tree Absolutely. too. Absolutely, <laughs> I can't uh, wait to talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So th- this is th- it's just such a key catch. This is not Isaac loved Esau more. This is Isaac loved game. Mm. Isaac <laughs> loved game. And because of that, he loved Esau. Well, it is funny. Like, so my sons, my sons are in that they have entered into the sibling rivalry phase of brotherhood where they look for things to bicker about and they look for, they look for things like they, I actually, uh, I'm still in that phase with my brother. <laughs> well, I, I called out mine on the podcast here and there, uh, but we're mostly through it. Um, Ben is, Ben is the best of us. Ben's a, Ben's a stellar guy. Um, but, uh, I was actually taking Judah and Jace to, um, school this morning, and they picked the dumbest thing to fight about. They opened their doors and see who could get in and get buckled the fastest. And at first, I chastised them gently, and then I just started laughing. I was like, "Y'all, it's me and your uncle Ben did this, and it was stupid when we did it too, but it's hilarious because now y'all are doing it. And one day, God bless you. I hope He gives you sons. <laughs> and they'll do it. no, but anyway, my sons are in that phase, and so it's funny because. One of the things that kids unintentionally compete for, we love all of our kids and we love them differently, but we love them equally. But, but kids haven't developed that understanding of love because they're kids. And so they try to compete for their parents' affections. And so it's funny if I ask one of my sons to do something, the other one will look for something to try to do to get the approval that he thinks the other. So it's, it's really nice. You know, they'll bring me that morning coffee and I'm thinking in that Isaac tradition, I could go for some red meat too. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the other thing, because I'm a I'm a father of multiple children, and dads are super guilty of this, myself included. When we think about and talk about time spent with our children, often it is built around what we like to do in the first place, and my, my son will be going on Nerf gun battles. Yeah, <laughs> there you mm. go. But now there may be something to that, but what happens when you have a son or a child that 
you know, like in my case, I love the outdoors. I love fishing, stuff like that. Well, what about my child that cares absolutely nothing for that? You fill that void by taking your friend Nathan fishing because his daddy wouldn't take him. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that, that's right. Sorry, sorry. But here's the question. All right. Who, like Esau is about to give away his birthright for food. Mm. Where do you think he learned that? Ouch. Ouch. Big. I don't think I let that hit. We we read the birthright story, and it does say Esau despised his birthright. Right. But implicit in the criticism of his impulsivity over the meal is potentially a criticism of something he got from dad. Yeah. So this is uh, a lot of times, and, and anytime we critique a biblical character, we're coming uh, at it. Genesis 8. Genesis God, 8. God, that's God only uses that's his flawed people. That's his uh, I think of the, uh, the Solomon thing. Solomon is the wisest, richest king. He's the only one who inherits a unified kingdom, and he's the only one who's granted peace on all sides. Mm. And yet at the end of this reign... The kingdom is deeply in debt, and that's what causes Rehoboam's crisis. At the end of his reign, it doesn't say he loves the Lord as it did in 1 Kings 3. He loved many foreign women in addition to the daughter of Pharaoh. And at the end of his reign, the kingdom is on the verge of splitting. And when I would read that, I would read that and say, how does Solomon have such a good start? How is this guy who generates the wisdom, how does he get such a bad finish? And I'm not saying that to beat up on Solomon. Solomon did some wonderful things, and I think... You see, you get a very um, blessedly mixed yeah, picture. None of, of my writings will be included in the canon. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. The, the, the entrance point to what goes wrong with Solomon is marrying Pharaoh's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, his, his, his affection for the ladies is his undoing. And where did he get that? Isaac the like, apple does not fall far. Mm-hmm. Isaac like red meat. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and then he names a son red meat and then that son's hungry and he wants red meat stew. And then Rebecca, who's already been told from the Lord that the older will serve the younger says, Hey, your brother's out in the field, go get some red meat that we can give to your dad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it, that's an interesting, it's, it's, and again, not to establish full agency to any <laughs> one of those threads, but that's an interesting confluence of factors. It, if I'm remembering correctly, it's not just. No, go get some red meat for your dad. But she actually says, I'm going to have to move forward in the story. Uh, yeah, essentially, I know how to prepare it. Now, therefore, my son, this is uh, Genesis 27, verse 8. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice as I command you. Go to the flock and bring me two young goats that I may prepare from them delicious food for your father, such as he loves. Such as he loves. Oh. Oh. When's the last time it talked about Isaac loving something? Gosh. That's <laughs> this is Rebecca saying, his son is like, this is this is Jacob saying to Rebecca, Mom, I don't think this is going to work. And she's like, son, I've had your mom, I've had your dad's number for a long time. Uh, let's just make him, but, but, and let's again, make him some red meat. And again, let's connect dots forwards and backwards. Take, take, take this back to Abraham. Abraham, take your son. Your only unique son, your son whom you love. Love. Point this forward to the descendants of Isaac and Esau. I mean, of Jacob and Esau. Jacob have I loved. Yeah. Man, there's a lot there. There is so much here. Oh my goodness. But man, so no qualifier. Rebecca just loves Jacob. Now it doesn't say Rebecca just loved Esau, but the emphasis of Esau's 
or of Isaac's love is like actually Isaac loves red meat. And I feel like I'm missing the point of this episode because like I I am ready to see my wife and kids at the end of today when we're done recording, but I'm also kind of craving a steak right now. <laughs> that's, that's right. And let's but, see which son but, brings it to me. But the it, the implication here is this, is that had Jacob been the wild game hunter, Isaac would have loved him instead. Like mm. this is this is Isaac. Isaac in, in this sense is embodying a very carnal minded person. Now let's keep it. Let's not mistake the moment for the man. In the end, Isaac is going to bless the son whom God has said he's going to bless. Mm. He's actually going to bless both of his sons, according to Hebrews um, and and Genesis. But here, and man, doesn't doesn't Genesis end well on that note? What now? I think at the end of Genesis, it's one of your favorite scenes. Oh yes, blessing the two sons of. Oh my gosh, it's, beautiful! It's Jacob. Yes. Who blesses the two sons of Joseph. And he blesses the younger over the older. Thing did. He crosses his hands. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> Makes me want to cry. There is a plan. We haven't said <laughs> in a while. Yeah, that's that's I right. can't wait till we get to that three years from now. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> oh my goodness. But that is man, that is so interesting to me in thinking about we're about to have a failure over meals and Esau's judgment over a meal yet we're just told that esau's daddy like had a a a mixed feeling about his love for his son because he loved her that has to play into this man so and reminding us god knows what we are as we're dust it's like how can he knows we like that red meat that he knew isaac all right um, the man's name means laughter, and he says, "Bring me a steak." All right, but <laughs> <laughs> but he knows what Isaac is, and it did not stop him from using Isaac. Uh, we're seeing them in the raw, no pun intended. Um, but yet, nonetheless, there there is something here. None of us live in a vacuum. Um, wow, good episode today, guys. <laughs> well, listener, if you would like to inherit the birthright. Of the Better Than Fiction Bible Podcast. Or if you're craving a steak. Or if you're craving a steak. <laughs> if uh, I don't know about you guys. Me, it's got to be medium rare. Mm. I'm, I'm on Isaac's side. Of I'm it. a medium guy because I like medium rare, but it seems like when I order medium rare, it's never medium rare. It's either rare or medium. So I just say medium, so I'm not let down. Listen, Matt, it is written. Let your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. <laughs> That's so true. I'm a medium <laughs> rare guy, but I'll go medium. But and that's the struggle with medium for me. A lot of times I order medium rare and I get medium. Mm. Uh, when did when, when did we stop talking about the Bible? <laughs> yeah. Man, I really want to stay now. <laughs> well, listener, you can inherit the birthright of the podcast if only you would subscribe to the Better Than Fiction Bible Podcast. Hit that um, that plus mark if you're on iOS, you're listening on Apple Podcasts, or hit the check mark if you're on Spotify or whatever it is Google is doing these days. Uh, We've, they've been on three different platforms since we started recording. They can't make their mind up, but we love those third-party listeners. Uh, if you do one of those positive interactions, if you're feeling really good, maybe even a written review on that, on Apple Podcasts. Hey, yo. If you're feeling really, really good, tell a loved one about the podcast. If you think it would bless them. Um, and it will help and us. if they're not in a hurry. And, 
Well, it is, it's it's an easy bite-sized chunks, uh, 30, 30 minutes. And They're only in Genesis 25. You can catch up quick. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and we'll, <laughs> and we'll, we'll be great. back next week talking <laughs> no, more about these two brothers. Uh, more Chekhov's guns moments to come. And you guys have a great week. All right. See you next time. Shalom.